the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Read. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning, fam. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith, a newcomer to the radio show. We got ourselves a rookie. We do. This is Peter Lynch's first time on our radio show, and uh, Peter is a CFP. Anything else? You got other designations, Peter? I uh, just got a few uh, brokerage licenses, insurance licenses. Yeah, I don't want to overlook all that. That's right. That, yeah. Peter. Peter's been in the industry a long time. Yeah. Long time. Uh, Probably works in our... 28 years. Wow. I, I took you for about 25 years old. Maybe I'll have to re- <laughs> rethink all that. Peter's uh, been around a minute, uh, but he's a uh, an associate in our planning and implementation department. Casey Smith is with us as well. He's a CFP as uh, as well, like Peter, and uh, managing associate in our planning and implementation department. Am I missing anything, Casey? Just, just a swell guy. Oh, Don't forget that. Swell. Wow. Uh, we won't call you the SG? Sure. Is that like an OG? Yeah, KC the SG. KC the SG. I like it. CFP. SG CFP. How about that? Well, he's going to start rapping. Yeah, Maybe I will. he is an OG. <laughs> Yeah, how about that? Um, former life. Oh, former life, not present at all. That's where. Could what be. I do on the weekends is my business. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is the weekend, so uh, maybe it's your sharing this yeah. weekend, just for this weekend, just for just for y'all. All right, cool. Uh, so the S and P has uh, faltered just a bit this week, down a quarter of a percent, point two five percent. Telecom, the big winner, is uh, positive. Yeah. Up 2.5% on the week. Energy has uh, hit the skids. We're down 3% on energy. Materials index is down 2.38%. Uh, consumer staples, here they come, uh, up 2.3%. So, uh, you know, this is something, Casey, I know you and I have talked about on the air before. Um, it's been an all-tech rally, or so it seems. You look back to uh, just year-to-date, uh, market's up 7.67%. Information technology up 16.7. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit more of a uh, return to somewhat of a normal situation, I guess, with uh, the spread between value and growth is narrowed a bit. A little, yeah, a little Uh, bit. We got to a point where... How, what was the widest point? About 10 percent. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it somewhere in there. We had uh, value down about two percent, and uh, growth or momentum was up about eight percent at some point. Most of that growth driven by the IT sector, um, right? And well, you know, not only IT, but we had some consumer, consumer staples too, especially when you consider Amazon and Netflix, well, who have just flown this year. Consumer discretionary, right? Uh, consumer discretionary, yeah. not staples. Staples, You're staples right. are. Uh, are trailing still on the yeah, there you can usually consider them value. But what we have started seeing is uh, a little bit of inflation creeping into the market. We've yeah. had PPI at about 3.6% on various occasions. Uh, CPI uh, recently reported at 2.9. That's the consumer price index. Right. Uh, basically, the the price for a known basket of goods. 
the headline number being 2.9%. And I know they always talk about headline versus core. Uh, the headline is the overall. The core is uh, what you get when you strip out energy and food. Because none of us spend any money on food or energy, right? Oh, well, <laughs> the, the, the reason that economists like to pull it out of there is because the, the uh, prices on those two items are so volatile. I mean, you see it just this week, um, market overall down 25 basis points, energy down 3%. I mean, it's uh, it, you can understand from their point of view why yeah. they would want to try to measure it in a, a bit of a more muted way. Sure. But uh, we have heard some reports of uh, some of these consumer staple type companies that are pushing through, you know, like paper goods and and uh, all that, they are going to be the first ones who uh, start raising prices on consumer products at the at the consumption level. Well, and it's, it's really, I guess, about time that we see some inflation, right? I mean, we've been kind of waiting on it for a while. The Fed has been uh, starting to to take measures to reduce inflation or to to get ahead of it, I guess. And so they obviously saw something in in the works that would indicate inflation is on the way. We've been in a real tight labor market for a pretty good while now. No doubt. Um, and, and that generally will bring on, you know, first wage growth and then price inflation. Yeah, you know, uh, there was something made uh, back in January when we saw the market got really expensive, uh, in my opinion. Um, you know, we were at about a 42% premium to uh, um, to the long-term uh, level of price-to-earnings ratio for the S&P 500 at the time. Right. Uh, since then, we've had quite a bit of growth in earnings. Uh, at the same time, the market sold off a bit uh, in February. But right about the time that we started seeing that pressure, that downward pressure on the S&P 500, uh, we also saw a report of 2.9% uh, wage increase. Uh, so, you know, these levels of, of uh, wage increases are, are not real surprising when you've got unemployment at 3.9%, uh, the market um, doing all kind of things to try to fill jobs, and one of them is, as always, uh, you start raising wages. Right. Yeah, I mean, if, if you start to see wages go up, I mean, that's a, that should help put more money back into the consumer's pocket, which should ultimately be stimulative to some extent. But then you're going to get inflation on on the backside of that as companies realize they can start charging more. Yeah, no um, doubt. And, and I guess what is the latest uh, from the Fed? I, I guess we're still expecting another rate increase in September. Is that Absolutely, accurate? yeah. Uh, what, what we look at is the options market to indicate uh, kind of what we're going to get. Uh, 96 percent uh percent probability of a rate increase in September, uh, pretty high, well above 50 percent uh, probability of a rate increase the second, or actually in this case, a fourth for the year, yeah. 2018, uh, coming right behind it in December. Uh, when you look beyond that, uh, we're not really seeing a whole lot of signal, but the further out you get on the options market, the less reliable it is. I think I saw maybe June of next year was the next indicated uh, interest rate increase. So uh, if you look at what we've got now, what we would expect is uh, a rate increase in September and another in December 2018. And, uh, you know, we've seen interest rates market-related, which don't always follow that Treasury uh, line, but uh, market-related interest rates have uh, given us signs that, you know, there is the potential for inflation. We did see this week, though, uh, rates declined slightly and uh, four basis points, 0.04%. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much across the board, a little worse in uh, the five and the 10-year. 
uh, at 7.4 and 6.7, so really around seven basis points, but still not huge moves. Uh, and we think that was that was really related to the Turkish lira. Uh, the trade um, fears seem to be pushing off the market at the moment. Yeah, it looks like China might be capitulating a little bit, yeah. uh, which you you called it, Troy. I mean, you said a while back that you thought that uh, we were much better positioned than China to to go into a trade war in the right. first place. And so, yeah. as, if someone's going to blink first, it's likely going to be the Chinese. And, right. And that's hope maybe what's happening. Uh, yeah, so. well, we buy so much. I mean, we buy the, everything from everywhere in the world. Uh, we are uh, the grand consumer in the global economy, uh, we being the United States. Um, I thought you were talking about you and me. Uh, no, I was talking about <laughs> you and Peter. Okay. Well, not me. Sense. Don't don't include me in that. I don't buy anything if I can make it myself. Or I mean, look at me. I'm wearing homemade clothes. Uh, look this good. close to being Amish. <laughs> well, you're telling me. yeah, I'm I'm Amish. Everything's homemade except the beard. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, you know when uh, when it all boils down, we we raised uh, prices or tariffs on 200 billion dollars of imported goods, and the Chinese said, "Oh yeah, well we're going to match you." Wait a minute. <laughs> we only buy 130 billion dollars worth of goods from you. Period. So you know they yeah. already lost in that second volley that we. That we fired, but uh, yeah, I, I think what you see is uh, is the Chinese showing that their position's not nearly as strong. I've talked about this at length, um, but one of the things that we did see is uh, their currency weakened significantly, starting really when this this whole debate started heating up toward right. the end of April. Uh, you saw probably eight percent decline in the in the value of their currency. What they fear in in uh, reaction to this is uh, the potential for significant inflation within mm-hmm. their own economy. Um, and uh, it, you know, while it did still help them uh, to some degree uh, export goods, uh, it's it still you know yeah, with that's, the tariffs. That's one of the we tools were, that they use often <laughs> to it uh, is to. Re- devalue, I guess, their currency and, and right. try to make the uh, increase their exports that way. Right. Yeah, I recall the days of Timothy Geithner as our, uh, um, what was he, our Treasury Secretary, I believe, at the time, uh, talking about uh, the Chinese being a, a monetary manipulator. And, uh, you know, you heard a little bit about that after he came in, and then you, they, they uh, devalued a little more and then started letting their currency float a little bit and, mm-hmm. and got him off their back. But... Uh, uh, all things considered, it looks like there's a likely end um, on the horizon for that that trade issue. And to be honest with you, we see we see that uh, a lot of tariffs, uh, even with the Europeans, uh, could be cut away from you know the goods that that we sell abroad and those that we import as well. Right. Yeah. So not bad news overall. Um, we're going to take a real quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about a dog of the week. You're listening to Money Talk. Stick around. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations.
This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.